0: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
1: This is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh so simple. Rocket can. Happy Monday night to you. I hope you had a tremendous weekend. If you didn't, it's over. Who cares? We're basically pulling up on into to Tuesday. Let me help you out. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and you. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. Whether you happen to be tuned in on your local affiliate, whether you're listening on the free Odyssey app, you can be tuned in on CBSSportsRadio.com. You can be on SiriusXM Channel 158. You could be tuned in on a smart speaker where all you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. It was an eventful weekend. We had some close college football games take place on Saturday. Uh, We saw some very interesting NFL games yesterday. Uh, We saw the World Cup get underway for my friends that are into soccer or football, of which there are many. And then even right now, Monday night football taking place down in Mexico City. Right now, the 49ers lead the Arizona Cardinals 17-10. to There is no Kyler Murray. He's nursing a hamstring injury. And so we see Colt McCoy trying to keep these Arizona Cardinals alive and the San Francisco 49ers. They're looking for their third consecutive victory. So far here in the first half, Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown two touchdown passes and uh, James Conner. He's been able to run the ball in for the Cardinals giving them their lone touchdown. Obviously we'll keep you up to date with this game as the San Francisco 49ers are trying to surge throughout the rest of this season and go right into the playoffs with all of the weapons that they have. And with the Arizona Cardinals, I would assume that their fans are just hoping that they didn't go down to Mexico City just to catch an ass whooping. Throughout the course of this game, it's been kind of raining off and on. The elevation in Mexico City is uh, pretty interesting. Mexico City, if you're not familiar, pretty much sits in and is built on a volcano. And it has an elevation of 7,300 feet. All my friends, we always hear about Denver. It's about 2,000 feet higher than Denver. So the 49ers, they decided to head out to Colorado and try to train in the higher elevation and in the Arizona Cardinals, they've just been we- wearing uh, elevation masks. I, we haven't seen it take a, a huge effect here on the game, but as they get underway here in the third quarter, we'll obviously keep you up to date. Before we move on and do anything, Dave Shepard, how are you, man?
0: Yeah, I'm doing great. It is always phenomenal to be with you. I'm probably not as good as Jerry Jones, but I'm doing okay. How are you, sir?
1: We don't care about Jerry Jones. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I asked you about you. I want to know about you. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I don't care about it. We'll, we'll We'll get to Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. And, yeah, they, they, they caught a whole ass whooping. So as we continue on with this show, next hour we're going to talk about the Vikings and the Cowboys. Because uh, people have been asking, yeah, hey, talk about the Vikings, talk about the Vikings, talk about the Vikings. And I said, God bless them. They've been winning all these games by the skin of their teeth. But their defenses just leave something to be seen. Did I expect a 40-3 ass kicking? No, I did not. But we'll get to the Vikings and Cowboys next hour. I want to talk about the, the college football games next hour. And then we're going to get into, obviously, Monday night football. We even had the return of Kyrie Irving. Ben Simmons legitimately looks like a basketball player. We're going to talk about Zach Wilson in a few minutes. So we got a lot to do. If you want to talk to me, it's very simple. We got a phone number here. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. If you want to contact me, if you're someone who knows how to utilize social media, if you're not a creep, if you're not a weirdo, if you don't have issues, tweet me. I'm at Jr Sport Brief. That's perfectly fine. But I gotta open up the show here. This was the last game that we saw last night, and it's it's almost like watching i don't know tom brady it's almost like watching peyton manning and i'm talking about patrick mahomes because this man against the chargers the los angeles chargers i still want to call him san diego so damn bad but he beat the chargers in the final seconds of the game throwing a touchdown to travis kelsey third touchdown of the game and they beat the Chargers the final score, 30-27. to This is Patrick Mahomes' 11th game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. And the man has only been a starter full-time now for, what, four years? We're watching Patrick Mahomes just, we know this, he's the best QB in the game right now. You know, Tom Brady is older in the tooth, long in the tooth. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is just kind of collecting a check and being miserable right now. And for years, we could look at the talent of Patrick Mahomes and say that he indeed is one of the best in his MVP year, just coming out of nowhere, dropping 50 touchdowns. He was the best. People looked at how Patrick Mahomes started last year, and people were just like, he's trying to do too much. Patrick Mahomes has regressed. And then he picked it up at the end of last year, and they had another chance at going to the Super Bowl. So for all the talk, myself included, looking at the Buffalo Bills, saying that, oh, my God, the Buffalo Bills have the number one defense. They have the number one offense. They're the pick to go to the Super Bowl. They were certainly mine. I'm not changing my mind yet. But did anybody really look at this season and discount the Chiefs? Did anybody look at this year and think that they were just going to, you know, fall over or fall off the face of the earth? We knew that they were going to be there at the end of the season and light it up. And sure, there were plenty of question marks about the Kansas City Chiefs. People looked at them and said, well, Tyreek Hill is gone. By the way, Tyreek Hill is leading the world in receiving yards this season now that he's on the other end of passes from Tua Tagovailoa, Valoa. That's fine. That hasn't slowed down Patrick Mahomes. This man has still been able to go out there and spread the wealth. They even picked up Kadarius Toney. Ooh, it sucks for him. He went down with an injury yesterday. I guess the Chiefs fans are figuring out what the Giants fans already knew except for I guess he hasn't been a pain in the ass for them yet. But when Patrick Mahomes comes back with another game winner, when Travis Kelsey is scoring just more touchdowns, when he's scoring the game winner, when he's on the receiving end of all three touchdowns, this is already one of the best combinations that we have ever seen in the NFL and Patrick Mahomes he thinks it's it's even more than that after the game Patrick Mahomes made it very clear after throwing to Travis all three touchdowns including the game winner Patrick Mahomes said Kelsey is the greatest tight end ever
0: we knew we had a lot of time on the clock we knew we had some timeouts so we we didn't rush we just kind of went through the went through what we do every single day at practice and everything like that um, and uh, we executed and I thought uh I mean obviously Travis, I mean it's Travis. He makes he's the greatest tight end of all time. He makes plays like that that win games.
1: The slow down, man. Can we can we relax just a little bit? Top ten. I didn't ask you that shot. I was asking you. No, no, no. I'm I'm explaining. Of course I'm gonna explain. You can't say this man is the top tight end ever can he finish can the man go throughout his career before I'm not calling him the top yes obviously Kelsey is one of the greatest ever I don't give a damn where you want to rank him I haven't sat down and did my top 10 tight end rankings but can he have a complete career before we say he's better than Tony Gonzalez or uh, Rob Gronkowski I most certainly feel that he is done and he's done done he's probably gonna go down as his top three You got Antonio Gates, who played forever. Shannon Sharper's there. I mean, we can go in and throw in Kellen Winslow. Not his son. Definitely not his son. Let's wait here. Kelsey is already one of the greatest tight ends ever. And sure, Patrick Mahomes has to throw his own guy a bone. He ain't the greatest ever. Let him finish up first. Let him go into Canton, of which Travis Kelsey most definitely will. And let's see where he stands. I look at longevity. I look at someone like Tony Gonzalez, and I say, well, damn. Let's see if he can catch up. But people looked at Hill being gone and thought that, you know, Kelsey was going to fall directly into the toilet. Patrick Mahomes, I told you, whether it's getting a ball out to to Kelsey or or Valdez Scantling or uh, you think about Juju Smith-Schuster, who unfortunately, you know, wasn't out there. You know, Kadarius Toney is a weapon. You know, Miko Hartman, he wasn't available. And Kelsey still finds seams, and he goes out there, and he scores. Someone else who's very familiar with the talent that he has on the roster is actually the head coach. It's Andy Reid. For all of the success that Andy Reid had in Philadelphia, it took him to find Patrick Mahomes to finally get over the hump. It took him, Patrick Mahomes, to finally win that championship. And knowing that this was another comeback victory, Andy Reid, this is what he had to say about their latest win.
0: I was proud of our guys for stepping up and, and um, doing a nice job offensively that last series that they had and and defensively the last series that the defense had, so um i those that's big time big time football at the right time
1: oh yeah even even defense a tip pass at the end san diego excuse me i told you i want to call him san diego the chargers had one more shot one more shot justin herbert had a pass tipped and intercepted and that was all she wrote Nobody's ever looked at Kansas City Chiefs defense over the past several years and has said it's elite. I believe the defense has finished in one top 10 spot over the past several years, and they've probably peaked at number seven overall. But typically, their defense has been average. The Kansas City Chiefs, their defense hasn't been the calling card. It's all about scoring. Who the hell is going to keep up with them? This year is no different. Right now, this minute, the Kansas City Chiefs now have a record of 8-2. They are number one in scoring in the NFL, lighting everybody up to the tune of 30 points per game. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs' defense. Are we really surprised or shocked here? Once again, not an elite defense. They're ranked 21st, giving up 23 points per game. Here's the deal. The Chiefs score. The other team gets the ball back. This is not an elite defense. You can look at Stone Cold Jones up front, and you say, man, where are they generating more of a pass rush? How many yards are they going to give up to the opposing quarterback? But then at the same token, I guess the Kansas City Chiefs are the best example of offense is the best defense because who in the hell is keeping up with them? There have been a lot of conversations now, especially from my friends in Miami. Oh, don't the Dolphins have the best passing attack? Uh, Don't the Dolphins, aren't they the biggest threats in the air? Uh, Shouldn't we be afraid of the Dolphins? God bless the Dolphins. God bless Tua. It's nice to see him be healthy. It's nice to know that since he's returned, he's thrown 10 touchdowns with zero interceptions. Tua is awesome. And it's nice to see what he can do when he's healthy. It's nice to see the progression in his career. Tua Tagovailoa is not Patrick Mahomes. Let me know when he's gotten over that hump. The Buffalo Bills, oh, yeah, they got close last year. They couldn't do it. Are they going to be able to continue on with the run that they were expected to make earlier this season? The Kansas City Chiefs, they have no peer in their own AFC West. The Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos are completely in the toilet. And then you take a look at the AFC North. The Ravens have now won four straight after, you know, close calls all early season long. The Bengals have now won two straight. Are they going to go on another run to the Super Bowl? Eh, I doubt it. In the AFC South, let's be real. Are the Titans real contenders? Probably not. They get there towards the end of the season, into the postseason, and then you have to look at Ryan Tannehill to help deliver a victory? If Derrick Henry isn't running for 150 yards every game, Tannehill's just going to throw the ball away. And so here we have a scenario. We don't know if the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be back in the AFC Championship game. We shouldn't be surprised if they are. It's what the hell they've done. Last year, losing to the Cincinnati Bengals took their foot off of the gas. The year before that, going straight to the Super Bowl and losing to that Brady guy. The year before that, going straight to the Super Bowl and beating those 49ers. The year before that, another opportunity in the conference championship game. But they ran into some guy named Tom Brady. This is almost a birthright. And this should let you know how difficult it is to win in the NFL. Because the Chiefs, as good as they are, man, they get close. They're still a great team, an awesome team. 12 wins, 13 wins, 14 wins. They just do it all. There's no guarantee for the Super Bowl, but this is just a reminder. The Chiefs beat the Chargers last night. And everyone can be enamored with Josh Allen and they can be favorites and people might now look at them and say, oh, so many of their defensive backs are hurt and we can go on down the line in the AFC. You could look at the Dolphins, you could look at the Patriots in their defense. We know their offense ain't doing nothing as the Jets. Everybody still has to deal with the Chiefs. Doesn't matter if you're the Dolphins, the Bills. The Ravens, the Bengals, or the Titans. The Chiefs have been the best team in the AFC over the past few years. And Patrick Mahomes is just out here reminding everybody, hey, listen, folks, you can talk about everybody else. I'm still here and lighten it up. He's first in yards, 3,200. He's first in touchdowns with 28. He has only thrown seven Interceptions. Yeah, let's talk about the Bills and everybody else. You got to knock off Patrick Mahomes if you actually want to have success. Next up, the Chiefs, they got the Rams. I'm expecting the Chiefs to turn this record into nine and two. This should just be practice. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We'll talk about the Chiefs. As a matter of fact, we're going to take a break, and I want to talk to you about a team going in the opposite direction. I'm not necessarily a team. I want to talk to you about a quarterback going in the opposite direction, because as Patrick Mahomes is potentially the benchmark in the NFL, we have a, a quarterback with high expectations. This man is just crapping the bed. I'm going to tell you who it is on the other side. It's the Jr. Sport Brief show just getting started here on CBS Sports Radio.
0: You're listening to the Jr. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227.
1: It's the JR Sport Bree Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. We opened up the show talking about these Kansas City Chiefs closing out Sunday night football something we saw last night obviously and I just wanted to make a very clear point that we can talk about the Dolphins and the Bills and everybody else in the AFC whoever you know comes out on top is still going to have to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes still playing at a ridiculous level Uh, we have certainly seen and heard from and experienced the excitement of Jalen Hurts and and we can look at the Minnesota Vikings and we'll talk about the ass whipping that they got but Mahomes is still still at the top in yards and touchdowns and Tyreek Hill is playing in Miami and so the Kansas City Chiefs they improved their record to 8 and 2 they got the Rams up next and uh, I am I'm feeling real confident that they're going to go 9 and 2 the Chiefs are certainly moving in a positive direction right now speaking in a positive direction monday night football is going on right now And if you go on down to Mexico City, if you take a look at what's going on between San Francisco and Arizona, with no Kyler Murray, no surprise, San Francisco currently leads 24 to 10. Two teams moving in a positive direction. Who knows? Maybe we'll see them right back in the Super Bowl. I want to tell you about one team, though. They've surprised this year. It's the New York Jets. Going into last night's or yesterday afternoon, the game against uh, the New England Patriots, the Jets were 6 and 3. The Patriots were 5 and 4. And the Patriots have beaten the New York Jets 13 consecutive times. This was one of the worst games, boring games I have seen all season long. Not a damn ounce of offense was scored and the Jets they lose to the Pats 10 to three I repeat 10 to three here in 2022 we don't see a whole lot of uh, you know defensive performances we don't see a lot of 6-3 games anymore we don't see 9 to 3 games everything is all about offense the New York Jets had more punts 10 than their starting quarterback Zach Wilson had completions 9 Zach Wilson had a dreadful game. He completed 9 of 22 passes, 77 yards. The team at Hull couldn't rush for more than 59 yards, and the Jets' defense was, was equally as amazing. The final score of the game, the final touchdown, came from a Marcus Jones punt at the end of the game. That's where the Patriots got seven points from. The Jets' defense sacked Matt Jones six times they held the team including the sacks to under 200 yards passing the patriots couldn't muster any more offense than the new york jets but the patriots have now won three games in a row and the new york jets everybody's looking at zach wilson and they're like damn bro what, what are you doing out here the jets now fall to six and four even this is is a positive you ask me a positive, they can still win an additional two or three more games. They're still alive for the playoffs, even though right now the New York Jets fall into fourth place in the AFC East. Zach Wilson, after the game, he was asked about his performance, whether he he let the defense down. His response right after the game was, "No, no, simple as that." And then after the game, of course, it's 2022. You had players like star defensive back Sauce Gardner liking tweets, criticizing Zach Wilson, saying that he needs to do better. And then Sauce Gardner immediately uh, put out his own tweet after saying he accidentally liked it. Come on now. Were we all born yesterday? Everybody's sending a message. It's been said after the game Or actually today, that Zach Wilson was called out in practice, just like everybody else. Rob Sala also took it a step further, letting everybody know that there's no guarantee that Zach Wilson is going to start the next game against the Bears. Side note, the Bears don't know if Justin Fields is going to start the next game, as it appears that he had and suffered a dislocated shoulder. He's day to day. But on the Jets' side, Zach Wilson has been pitiful. After the New York Jets went out there and had a defensive game of the ages, it's a shame that this was uh, the final score that pretty much killed things off. This is Marcus Jones, and that punt return touchdown to close out the game courtesy of the Patriots radio network.
0: The snap, waist high, pressure-free punt. And it's a good one, forcing Jones to backpedal right side at the 16. Stabbed left, ran it right, oh. down the sideline, to the 40, to the 50, to the Come left at the 45, beats the putter to the 35-30. Marcus Jones Get down it. the middle of the 10, into the end zone. Touchdown! No! Fly. Touchdown, Patriots!
1: Yeah, what a way to go. Rob Sala, after the game, said, listen, our offense played like dog, you know what. Garrett Wilson, the starting wide receiver, one of the starting wide receivers, you would hope that there would be a Zach Wilson, a Garrett Wilson connection. Garrett Wilson said their their defense is playing their ass off, but he called their offense sorry. He didn't need to refer to Zach Wilson by name. So Zach Wilson is... He's getting beat with the learning stick right now. The teammates are letting him know. The media is letting him know. The coaches are letting him know. In the second overall pick, in last year's draft, right behind Trevor Lawrence, who hasn't been doing all that great himself, Zach Wilson has to step up. Otherwise, his ass is going to find the bench. His own teammate. You know, you're going to have some guys that, that pop up. Quinnen Williams, billing himself or building himself a a Pro Bowl season, he said, Zach Wilson, he don't have to apologize to
0: anybody. Listen to this. As a defensive player, man, there's really not uh, anything you have to do. We know Zach Hart as a defense. He's a leader of our team. He's a great player, um, great person inside and out. He don't have to um, do anything when it comes down to covering up himself or doing anything that the media spit out.
1: No, 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 it's not, it's not the media spit out. It's his play on the field. He sucks. The media asked him if he feels any sense of accountability. Do, do you feel you owe them anything? You said, no, no. So and it's not about the media, Quentin. Everybody's sitting down watching the guy. This man was missing receivers and overthrowing guys and couldn't muster a damn thing. A couple of games earlier in the season, you you, you watching Zach Wilson, and he, he doesn't even want to throw the ball away. After the game, he's he's reminding everyone, he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like throwing the ball away. So you rather throw interceptions? Well, part of the NFL, don't you understand? And I don't have to play quarterback to see the mistakes. I don't have to be an NFL vet. I understand that the object of, or the role of the quarterback is to throw it to the wide receiver. Not to throw it to the wrong guy, not to throw it over his head, but to actually deliver him the ball so he can progress. Rob Sala understands that. He's the head coach. And you know what? Rob Sala spoke today, and he took it another step further.
0: Rob just been Sala, dealing with so many different things right now. The, um, I'm going to get to the tape and just evaluate everything, and uh, I'll leave it at that. We're keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days. So you're you're not committing to Zach as your starter for Sunday? Not right now. Not until I'm done evaluating everything. Oh, that's a big
1: old change from a couple of weeks ago. Rob Sala made it very clear that Zach Wilson was going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Well, I guess it took him watching a dog-blank performance to go, yeah, this guy, I might have to set him down. The New York Jets, they've been able to roll along this season – despite having Zach Wilson as the starter. They babysat him early on. Brees Hall, the home run hitter, is not available after tearing his ACL. And now the offense has suffered because of that. There's no more hiding Zach Wilson. I believe he'll start that next game against the Bears in Chicago. But if he doesn't get the job done, Mike White is going to get the call, and Zach Wilson is going to find the bench. And I think that is what needs to happen if he can at least move the ball downfield against the Bears. Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick last year, he's been put on notice, and he's taking a beating. How is he going to step up? That's what's going to determine whether or not he's going to be the guy in New York. He's going to get next season. He better hope that he doesn't move into the offseason and that they have it as an open quarterback competition. He has played like crap. Disastrous. It's the JR Sport Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. To borrow a word from Rob Sala, Zach Wilson played like Dog, you know what? The offense played like dog, you know what? Well, not the only guys who've been playing like that. The Brooklyn Nets have been playing like that. Ben Simmons has been playing like that. Kyrie Irving just returned. And then there's even a team that won a championship in the NBA last year. They're probably playing like dog crap too. We're going to talk about all of this on the other end. We're going to talk about the Warriors who just suffered a historic loss. We're going to talk about the return of Kyrie and Ben Simmons. Is he still playing like dog? You know what? We're going to talk about it on the other end.
0: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, man. We love you down here in Texas, okay, JR? Hey, how you doing, man? I love your show. Love the topic. Thank you. I'll be uh, listening again in the future. This is a great show. Call in now at 855 212 4 cbs It's the JR Sport Brief
1: show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We've been talking about the Chiefs. We talked about Zach Wilson, head coach of the New York Jets. Rob Salah said that their offense played like dog crap. He didn't use the word crap. In a few minutes, I want to tell you about the Golden State Warriors and their loss tonight. And then I also want to tell you about the return yesterday of Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. 855-212-4CBS. Daniel is here. He's been patiently Waiting and he's calling from Wyoming. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Daniel? How you doing today, Jr.? I'm amazing. What's on your mind? All right. So I'm obviously a Cowboys fan. I I originally come from Texas, so I'm super, super good this weekend, you know. Um, But I wanted to talk about Pat Mahomes and how scary he is. Um, I really, really think that he could be. Once Tom Brady retires, he could be the next Tom Brady in the NFL. The one that everybody has to go through when Tom Brady was at the Patriots and they had that big old run of a franchise. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely scary as a Cowboys fan. And if you're a fan of any other football team, I assume that you're going to be scared too. No, absolutely. I mean, there there are very few of those quarterbacks where you just wake up knowing that it doesn't matter at what point in the game you're at, that he can come through or come back and just light you up. And that does happen to be... Uh, Patrick Mahomes, thank you, Daniel, for calling from Wyoming. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult to compare anybody to Tom Brady. I think we all know and understand that. You think about his career longevity. You think about his success. You think about his seven championships. It's tough. But Patrick Mahomes is certainly in that conversation of you do not want to see this man with the football. You don't want this man lighting you up from the start and you don't want him to have the ball at the end of the game because he can certainly come back and win like what they did last night. It's it, You knew it. Justin Herbert, they took the lead on their own score. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball. They go on a 75-yard drive, and they punctuate it with a who else, a Travis Kelsey touchdown, and so they're certainly on their way, and yeah, I think for years. So we've already seen it now for four seasons. And I think they're just getting started. They're just getting warmed up. This is actually going to this is actually is fifth consecutive season. He started in 2017. We know that he was pretty much right there behind Alex Smith. And then the first time he had a chance to throw a football, 2018, he said, "Okay, here's 50 touchdowns and an MVP." So wild, dude. He's just going to he's just going to keep on Winning. Now speaking of winning, if you want to talk about a a team that most people have had to go through, the Golden State Warriors are trying to figure things out. Tonight, they lose 128-83 in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Golden State is now fallen to eight and ten on the season. Yes, they lost by 45 points. Brandon Ingram decided to drop 34 points, and here's the deal. The Golden State Warriors, they played yesterday, played the Rockets. Klay Thompson had an amazing game, dropping 41 points, and guess what? On the second night of a back-to-back, let's go through a list of Golden State Warriors who did not play. Steph Curry didn't play. Draymond Green didn't play. Clay Thompson didn't play. Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, he also did not play. And this was basically, let's put the young guys out there and see what they can do. And the results, well, the Pelicans came out on top. The 45-point margin of victory is the second largest in their franchise history. Steve Kerr spoke after this ass-whooping, and this is what he basically said. Tonight, I don't think this was a great look at a unit. It was just a bunch of young guys getting to play. And so Steve Kerr not necessarily worried about this second unit, as you can't necessarily call it a second unit. It's everybody was just thrown out there. Jordan Poole, he was the dude who was available, the normal rotation player, 26 points. Jonathan Kaminga, he came out, played 40 minutes, and had 18 Anthony Lamb, two points. Kevon Looney only played five minutes. Dante DiVincenzo, he started, scored zero points. And so once again, and we heard this from Steve Kerr a few weeks ago, sitting the Warriors down on another back-to-back, he made it very clear. You know, given the age of our stars, given what we went through and playing last year, I can understand the fans are going to be disappointed. I would too. If you live in a city and you got tickets to see the Golden State Warriors and they're playing on the second night of a back-to-back, you better sell them tickets right now because them guys are not going to be playing. It sucks for the NBA. There is no rule in place. They're going to figure something out. I know Adam Silver certainly isn't happy. I told you about the 34 points dropped by Brandon Ingram tonight, the the quietest big scorer in the NBA. And Zion, coming back from his own foot injury, he played 23 minutes and had nine points. So at least the fans in New Orleans got their money's worth. Shep, ironically, and ironically, I guess is the appropriate word, about a month ago, a friend of mine, forgetting that I I work on a radio right now, he asked me, he said, hey, do you want to join me at the Pelicans game when the Warriors come to town. I said, "Man, you forgetting I, I I'm going to be on air." He said, "Yeah, I did forget." And um I feel bad that he went to the game and spent his hard-earned money and this is the crap that he got.
0: And and JR, you alluded to this. Zion Williamson is really not their best – you know, he's their second best player. He's not their best player. Brandon Ingram is that guy, the quietest scorer, 30-point scorer we have in today's NBA. Zion Williamson played probably his worst game of the season when he's actually on the court tonight.
1: Well, I don't think it was so much about the expectations of of Zion. I mean, coming back, and yes, he's often injured and getting rest. You know, they're they're working him back. I'm not concerned about him having – Nine points in 23 minutes.
0: It tells you how bad this loss really was.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, well, it's not a surprise. Nobody played. I mean, the Golden State Warriors, this isn't a group of guys who play together. This was a, unfortunately, Warriors aren't running out there just just intentionally trying to lose. But these guys don't play. Jonathan Kaminga has been yo-yoed in and out the lineup. He might play two minutes the next game. Tonight he played 40. There have been massive expectations for him. So I'm not going to overreact on, on on tonight's loss. I'm not going to beat up on Zion. They certainly want to hope that he's healthy throughout the course of the season. This is going to be a theme uh, for the next several seasons until he can prove he can go out there and give you you know, 70-plus uh, games a year. I don't know if that will ever take place with Zion. Uh, but the Pelicans, they improved their record to 10-7. Golden State. It's now 8-10, and and I think they're going to need a whole lot more than than rest and load management to turn things around. I think uh, sooner than later, between now and February, the Golden State Warriors are going to have to flip one of these young guys for a veteran who can come in and certainly give them some work without trying to play all these experiments and games. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of experiments and games, you got another team that plays in San Francisco that they are just putting a whooping on the Cardinals right now. The 49ers just scored again. George Kittle going straight into the end zone. And as we move into the fourth quarter, San Francisco leads Arizona 38-10. to there's about 10 more minutes left in this game for San Francisco to beat up on the cards. Really no shock or surprise here as Kyler Murray is sitting on the bench watching just like everybody else with that screwed-up hamstring. And they don't, no guarantee he's going to be back next game as well. It's the JR Sport Beach show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of someone returning, Kyrie Irving came back. Back in Brooklyn yesterday against Memphis. Ben Simmons, is he back? Seemingly had the best basketball game over the past two seasons. Joel Embiid is hurt. We saw an ass whooping yesterday as well in the NFL. The Cowboys beating up on the Vikings. We're going to talk about all of this on the other side of the break. And it will also keep you up to date with Monday Night Football. This is the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.